Uh, I have now. I've. Uh, actually, I'm just going to turn the levels down a little bit. Cause I'm. I'm going to do my testing here. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah, I'll do. Roll that. Sounds great. Yeah. So another podcast. We're really cranking them out at the moment, aren't we? Well, I suppose we. Uh, we have to do something in these times, don't we? You mean you're not preparing lectures and seminars and having group tutorials with people? Well, I'm, I, the answer to that is yes. Um, <laughs> and I'm starting to do some preparation on uh, on uh, online forums, which uh, uh, try to get a bit more A, structure in, and B, a bit more sort of uh, dynamism in mm. uh as opposed to what usually happens with an online forum, it dies a death within five minutes. I thought it was um, fascinating to see your MBA group's online forum discussion over the weekend about referencing. Yes, yeah. And, so, uh, and it was nice to see them engaging with each other. Yes, yeah. Even if it was about referencing. Well, I think referencing gets, uh, gets some people excited. <laughs> But not as excited as you are about talking in terms of first-person writing. Yes, and uh, that is something that uh, I am very enthusiastic about. Yeah, I do like a good bit of uh, first-person writing. I think it's engaging to read, and it is demanding to write. And I think it's it it it's one of those things that tests one's practice as a uh, as a as a both as a thinker and a practitioner so um how much um in terms of this podcast we were going to focus on first person writing and and really you know it's something that i think i get my students to do but yeah. I, I haven't really thought about the rationale behind it and that's probably a terrible thing to say that i haven't really thought about it other than that I think it's a good thing to do, probably more intuitively than than rationally. Yeah. How how much first person writing have you got across all the activities that you get your students to do? What what's the balance? Do you think? Um, I'm not sure if I could actually give a give a percentage balance to it, but it's certainly with with the the MBA that I run. There's quite a bit of first-person writing there because it's all about the development of their practice. In a level six uh, strategy module that I that I run, um, there is less third-person uh, first-person writing, but I do get them to do um, a little bit of it. Or rather, when they think about writing the strategy, I get them to ask ask, ask themselves the question. How should they write, and should they, and how they can think about using first person uh, in in writing strategy? Um, and then there's the ethics module that I run, um, and then I, I I start off with a bit of first person writing as a way of enabling them to start thinking about how they think about ethics. Mm. So it varies really. It it, it it is a feature in. All of the the, the 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 teaching that I do, though, in some degree or other. Yeah, interesting. Do you, do 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 you find um, my my hunch is that students find it more natural 
but you said at the minute ago you, you found it quite a, 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 a quite a difficult discipline. Um, yeah. Do you, is, is my hunch completely misplaced? Do you think, or am I just reflecting a sort of a casual first-person writing that is a bit too simplistic? Um, I think first-person writing, the use of the I, the me, um, is alien to many people. Um, so I can give you an example. My, I was working. My 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 son is. Uh, home at the moment he's at uh, Birmingham University studying politics and you know he's a pretty good student he gets good marks um, and he you know gets a subject and he just rattles off uh, works hard at it not quite rattling off but he, he works hard at it he has a bit of a formula in his own mind as to how he goes about things submits it comes back with a pretty good mark um, and but this time a few weeks ago, be given an assignment to write something in the first person, and you say this is really difficult, and I, I find it, I just don't like it at all, mm. um, because it, it, number one is that, for my son and also for other people I've, I've, I've met, it upsets the, the general formula of academic practice, mm. um, and secondly, um, you have to explain how you think about something uh, and your own views and sometimes that's a well that is not often uh, tapped mm. um, and it's a different discipline so I think it is hard for many people um, yeah I, I, I think that's really interesting I've, I've got uh, reflecting on my own suite of modules, um, I've steered away from first-person writing in the first year, um, yeah. but not for any particular reason. Um, again, I, I, it's not something that I've got a rationale underneath it. In the second year, um, I've started to um, put in assessments where I, I particularly particularly with the apprenticeship students where I've said you choose you you, yeah. de you decide what you think is going to be um, uh, most appropriate for you or most helpful for you 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 choose whether you want to write it in first or third person and yeah th th that's only something that's that I've been doing for the last couple of years and it's fascinating the spread of, of responses um, uh, generally Though I found people being quite positive about it, uh, and not, f not, and maybe it's because they haven't got into the habit um, that you 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 suggest your son's got into, but they found it usually quite comfortable. There's only one student I can think of who reacted only a couple of weeks ago actually and said he just doesn't seem right. Um, yeah, <laughs> but generally it, it's been received fairly well. When I get my level six students to um, to make a make a choice, that choice that you're talking about, I, I first of all I say, right, okay, you've now got to make a choice, but also you've got to explain that choice to yourself and to me. Um, what are the what are the advantages and disadvantages? How does it feel in taking in in making uh, making a choice and then running with it? Mm. What's the what, what does the, what's it feel like? In, in, in making that argument in that difference in, in a different style what does it reveal about yourself and how you put that argument together 
Where, whereabouts do you do that exp explanation of the choice? Do you do that as part of a discussion in class or do you ask them to actually submit that as part of an assessed bit of writing? It's a discussion we it's a discussion we have in class. Yeah, okay. Um, so for example, you know, if if they're writing an executive summary on a strategy, you can write that in the first person. Well, what does that say uh, a about yourself but also how it comes across to the reader mm. um, and I think I think you said something really interesting about some people find it quite easy and straightforward there is a, I think there could be a flippant approach to first person writing which is a bit like you know you come back on the autumn term in your holidays at school and your teacher says okay write about what you've done over the over the summer um, you know, when you're at primary school um, now clearly you can do something like that and it's all written in the first person I did this and I did I did that but I, I think the, the, where it becomes really hard is, is it's in that process vital process of iteration so you can write an account of something a vignette or a short, a short piece about some critical or striking moment and then you come round to your asking yourself the question, what does this mean and why? So you do your first draft, you go back to it and you say, OK, what happened here and why? So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a further iteration and then perhaps a further iteration to that. Um, so it's it's a it's a highly reflexive process that's quite demanding. Um, in, in uh, I wrote a, a book with a friend of mine, Douglas Board, called Social Development of Leadership and Knowledge, where we we, we tackle this subject head on, the process of iteration. We talk about it. It's a bit like erosion of a of a granite outcrop. You know, the harder you do, do you sort of iterate and um, and work with it, the 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 outcrops occur and develop that are really important to you and your argument as a reflexive piece um so actually i think it's it, it's quite a hard and challenging process to go through it's not like you know writing about your holidays um i i, I see what you mean and i, I i'm sorry i've i came across as a it's about writing as your holidays um that that's not really what i meant i, I guess i found students are comfortable in the initial yeah. phase about writing like that um, and I, I suppose listening to you and particularly that question about what does this mean and why yeah I, 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 I can absolutely see that and I and I agree with that part of the process potentially being difficult one I suppose and I'm not I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here I guess but um, I kind of think asking that question in the third person for for a sort of an objective study quite difficult as well. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why, yeah. You know, if you're writing something about an organisation that's behaved in a particular way um, and doing it quite objectively, um, trying to explore what that means and why is 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 still quite hard, even if you do it in the third person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Oh no. It it, it is. 
and it, and I I just realised in 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 talking about this and and going off into this subject, it's revealing my sensitivity about the subject because I, you know, I I do sometimes think think that people don't take first person writing seriously or they think it's flippant. Yeah. Um, um, I, I, so, yeah. I, I guess I, I honestly I'm not I'm not saying for a second that it's flippant. Um I, I just as I say I'm re, I'm I'm reflecting on an experience where students who respond uh the balance for me has been oh actually yeah I I I'm comfortable writing in the first person I'll I'll have a go. Um yeah. and it, it's not a uh, mostly they don't come back with a kind of dear diary approach some you know I lied a little bit at the beginning when I said I've mostly encouraged the first years to, to to avoid and write third person there is a little bit of reflective writing in the first year I get them to do yeah. and I guess the, the, the stronger pieces of work are the ones where they have answered that question about what does it mean and why. Yeah. And I, I suppose at first year, the weaker bits of work, particularly last year, they've been weak because they've been weak, not not because they haven't been able to deal with the the, the, the tense, um, not tense, the, the person. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um no, it does. It it does make sense. It'd be interesting to see how they develop their practice as they go from level level four to five to 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 six. Um, yeah. Well, I suppose yeah. in the in the apprenticeship group, there are those students who've um, gone through the consultancy project, um, and and we have three modules on the consultancy project one at level five and and two then at level six and at each stage there is uh, an element of reflection required in the uh, formative assessment and summative assessment so actually the opportunity to compare and contrast that seems to be quite useful and, and those students are just beginning to um uh, move on to their final module so we have got that group of students who are furthest through yeah. to a position where we could sit down and actually do that comparison Sounds like an interesting uh, research project Well it's it's potentially quite interesting and it's it's quite contained because they're, they're a very small group isn't it um, Yeah It was almost as though you were thinking of that when you wrote those module descriptors yeah. <laughs> Actually, talking about groups and writing in first person, um, one of the things that I tend to do, um, I think writing, there's a social element to writing. Um, and what I mean by that is that, <clears throat> as you sometimes what I, I get people to do uh, is to do a short piece of writing, might be a page, in class, um, and then I get them to read, get them into groups of four or f three or four and get them to read what they've written uh, um, into their group. And what I've noticed um, <clears throat> is, that, is, that how, is that when they read what they've written, inevitably they're hearing it for the first time. Um, 
and they're getting a reaction back from the people uh, that they're that they're, they're talking to. So it's quite an intense experience, um, and from that interaction and also from the questioning that has that, that then ensues after that it sort of accelerates that process of erosion and making evident what's more what, what is important um, it accelerates that um, and it, from a, a theoretical perspective um, I'm, more, I'm drawn to this uh, idea of uh, George Herbert Mee's the I me dialectic where as I'm speaking I am both the object and a subject of what I'm actually experiencing. Mm. Uh, and uh, I think that's quite a useful way of intensifying the, 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 the writing of the, in the first person. Well, um, you might remember that um, because of that first group of apprenticeship students that we're teaching um, going through the process, I got them to do that. Um, yeah. And it was quite revealing um everyone was listening to it for the first time actually in some in many ways um i, I i'm i'm thinking forward now a little bit um and wondering have you tried that online have you tried it teaching electronically no not not doing that no because um that's that's the you know the conundrum that's rapidly approaching because I would like mm. to do it, yeah. Um, um, and uh, in a way, I'm I'm thinking about what you said a minute ago in terms of that process of iteration, and I'm just reflecting on whether there's a way of getting students to be quite active in that process of iteration by using this you know this e-learning online activity that we're now undergoing um yeah. by producing little bits of writing that they do do then make that contribution electronically or virtually um yeah. in a in a formative way uh, but I've, I've no sense of how that will unfold because i i've never done it before yeah yeah it would be interesting if you could i know zoom do this so you can get people into subgroups, small groups, mm. um, and be able to get them to record it if they can, play back to each other and things. So I think there is a, an opportunity there, but I'm, it's not an area that I've particularly um, particularly explored. Um, I was um, reviewing a paper today for a journal, and uh, it was a lovely paper. It was about vulnerability and trust in the classroom how the how the sort of teacher builds trust and effectiveness with a group by showing vulnerability and, and it's a very very good paper um, but one of the things that it did it was I thought it really would have benefited from a, a short vignette of the author about their own practice perhaps written in the first person uh, and it has and it would have um enabled the author to have shown something as opposed to it just being you know the reader being told something it would have built a bridge between the, the reader and the the author in the same way that they were talking about building a bridge between their practice as a university teacher and a student and the students mm -hmm. um, 
so I think sometimes even when you're, you know, in, in academic articles or when you're trying to make a point, writing in the first person enables you to show something, show an argument as opposed to it being rather didactic and mm. uh, tellish. Um, that makes sense. It, it does. And it, it, it kind of gives me that sense of encouragement that I think starting teaching next week, um, next week being after Easter um, for our term three, trying to integrate something like that into into this new world um you know it's interesting you say about vulnerability and trust but trying to get the students to think of this next term as a piece of co-creation and experimentation um, and including something like that might might well be um an, an exercise and activity that um, I think we need to try and and particularly on one module where there is a bit of reflective writing it, it might encourage practice beyond as you say doing the dear diary I, I sat down and wrote a proposal I found it really hard one of the things we haven't talked about is the issue of reflexivity um, and I think why I'm so keen on the idea of first person writing from a theoretical perspective it, it, it addresses it it makes accessible this sort of rather difficult topic of being reflexive mm. about how we can pay attention to our thought and practice at the same time. Um, and it is one of the sort of very few ways that I've been able to sort of, um, you know, crack open the oyster and find the pearl really yeah. uh, of, of being reflexive. Um, yeah. How do you um, how do you go about introducing that concept to students? How have you gone about it? Um, good question. So I usually try to tackle. That's the other thing we we what we haven't mentioned yet is that enormous gravitational pull of some some sort of object the size of Jupiter on knowledge, which is <laughs> the, the, the scientific method, isn't it? Where yeah. we where we focus on the subject, you know, being subjective and objective. We keep talking in those sorts of terms as opposed to something which is a bit more sort of co-created into subjective knowledge. Uh, so. Yeah, so how I usually talk about start talking about it um, is that is this is this is the thing about individual practice you know what is it that we are actually doing um and then depending on the sort of level of the students and and whether or not they still look interested in me or whatever that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough room to read doing it online isn't it it is it is and then get onto topic lightly if on, on the thing about knowledge, epistemology, you know, mm. we can, you know, what is the, what, what is the nature of knowing that we that we have, uh, and sometimes then I sort of pull the sort of uh, sort of address the, the topic of the scientific way of thinking and problematizing that a little bit mm. and say actually okay, you know, even 
even the most diehard scientist thinks about their own practice. So it's a variety, to answer your question, is, is the variety of ways I sort of gain, get into the topic. Yeah. Uh, depending on the level, depending on on uh, on their level of interest, depending on how far I need to take it with them. Mm. Um, yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's really helpful. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I'm just sweeping up ideas now for for my own use and my own gain. <laughs> It's one of those things. I you can, I think it's a quite it's quite a deep mind that you could you could you could you could explore. Mm. Um, I'm always so. Perhaps it obviously says something more about me, really. But whenever I read a book or some philosophy or whatever, I'm always drawn to when people make make write write in the first person. Um, but again, again, I think that probably says more about me, really. Yeah, I, I, I find it easier to read. I have to say. Um, yeah. And I, I usually get, I usually get drawn in, um, in a way that I don't when it's that sort of um, pseudo formal business. <laughs> this is yeah. the strategy. Da 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 da. Um, so he, I, I share that view about it being engaging and, and I, that's why I was really quite interested in making those options available to students um, as, as we go through modules because in a way, although I'm not asking them explicitly like you are to justify their choices, I'm still intrigued by their choices and trying to read in between the lines, particularly as they write their... Um, uh, you know, individual reports that or essays that would have normally been quite formal, and and some of them are saying, well, you know, how how do I do this? Um, and I say, well, it's up to you. You you decide yeah. whether you want to tackle it in first or third person. Oh, okay. Um, so it it's um, I I find it makes it more interesting for me as, as a as a lecturer reading their work. There's a little, there's an interesting element of self-interest in there as much as there is um, an opportunity for deep mining uh, for the student themselves. I I do find with some students whenever they find I think perhaps it's just to do with me, but they find it very frustrating. Or some some people some students find it quite frustrating when I say to them, actually, I want you to make a choice. And I want not only do I want you to make a choice, I want you to explain your choice to me. Um, and they often they would say, "Well, just tell me what I need to do." <laughs> yes. Do I need this for the exam? Do I, come on, Rob, tell me what I need for the exam. Yeah, and I do push back a, a lot on that. Um, some people find, as I said, some people find that um, find that quite frustrating. But on the ethics module that I'm mentioned the whole objective there is that the the participants at the end of the at the end of the module are able to ex explain their own, own ethical position in life not yeah. only to themselves but to other people um, 
now that does take a, that, that does take a, a high degree of being reflexive um, and I, I I can't I find it difficult to think how else you would get, get round or to that mm. other than writing at least a portion of the work in first person yeah I, I think what I'm what I'm heading towards doing um, is it's too late for for this leadership round the leadership module we we do in the second year but that's that's a module where I say you choose first or thirds up to you what, what I haven't done in in previous years is actually have a group discussion where I get them to vocalize and, ex, and explore with the group why they've chosen a particular way of doing it but I am going to do that next year yeah um, I think that's certainly something that I'd like to hear them talk about and certainly some of those guys then go on to do your ethics module in the third year. So there's a nice sort of relationship there, I think. Yeah. Um, what the, what I might also reflect on a bit more is where we have those separate assessments that are a piece of reflective writing is, is how to draw that into the formative process in a module and particularly in this virtual environment we're now using for the next, well, foreseeable future, I guess. Um, yeah. Because I, I think there's ways and means of making it practice um, and, and trying to get to a, a, a place that's a little bit more reflexive, reflexive rather than reflection. Yeah. There is another dimension to this, um, which I've done with the MBA students before, uh, which is the use, not so much of first person writing, but of art, mm. of getting them the challenge being to to say something about yourself in a in a painting or some or a collage or something, and and then to to, to explain that and, and to explain that to other. I mean, you can you can. You can you can frame the challenge however you you want, mm. but to actually get them to do a piece of art, um, and then to actually say okay, talk about that and explain it to others, yeah. there it seems the the first person comes very naturally. Yeah, I I think that's interesting. I I have um, in in the second year leadership module I spend a bit of time talking about purpose and yeah. as part of the discussion I've always got them to up until this point and this is about halfway through the semester usually it's been very objective very third person very theory heavy and this is what so-and-so said dot 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 um, yeah. all of a sudden and it is a bit of a ambush in a way I get them to think about themselves uh, in terms of purpose and 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 how they would think of their own individual purpose, and I I get them to spend about fifteen to thirty minutes, depending on how the room is, yeah. creating a storyboard, um, and it's usually a six frame storyboard where the last frame is where they think they want to end up, and the first frame is where they have been, where they where they've come from. Um, okay. And it, it is really fascinating watching the reactions of, you know, there are some people who just are just 
you know, relish the opportunity to do something, usually pictorially. Some, you know, sometimes I have a discussion with them and they struggle to do the drawing, so we allow a few words to creep in. But at the other end of the scale, there are the students who who look like you've asked them to jump out the window. Um, they're yeah. just fascinating extremes. Um, more often than not, we get them to produce something, or I get them to produce something. But really, really interesting extremes where you you in, you in, you include that art element in some shape or form. Yeah. yeah. Again, it's that moment where you think about your own practice and you think, oh, do you do do I do enough with that? And I don't think I do. Um, so that's again something to think about for next year. Yeah. Okay. Well, again, I feel very selfish because I've got um, I've got loads of useful things that I'm going to try and weave and knit into modules coming up, and um, some in the short term, some in the long term. So um, I'm sitting here as if you can imagine someone sitting here greedily harvesting lots of ideas um, I'm completely happy but <laughs> I feel like I feel like you've just been <laughs> telling all your trade secrets like anybody who's enthusiastic about a subject they like talking about it so I've had a lovely time as well <laughs> Good. Um, um, I, I, I hope you know. I hope you've at least um, got something that you hadn't really previously thought of out of the discussion. <laughs> yeah. Just to make me feel a bit yeah. better, Rob. Even if you don't think it. <laughs> so for me, I th I th the idea of doing the storyboards. Cause it, one thing we haven't talked about yet is in the some of the uh, just by way of finishing off. In some of the MBA modules, I get people to think about where have they come from, yeah. where are they now, where do they want to get to, how are they going to get there, and I like that idea of doing a storyboard around that. Um, well, that's what I'm going to take out of this conversation. Well, I, I I think I'll be completely honest, and and that is that is part of the way I frame that storyboard exercise using those headings, and I must have stolen those headings from something you wrote years ago. Hmm. Um, but some of the a couple of the frames on the storyboard one is about the sort of the, the elements the key, the key elements that people have you know what what are the values what are the skills how do they see themselves so that's one of the yeah. frames usually so they're able to sort of make up um make up a six window storyboard relatively relatively easily within that kind of time window um so i'm i'm happy to talk to you about that in a bit more detail maybe at another point and um, show yeah. you what they've produced usually one or two of them leave it behind but this year I think everyone took it away um, which is probably a good sign <laughs> I'll tell you what I do with anything like that I take pictures of all of them and put them up on the, their Moodle page so yeah. there's no escape for them <laughs> <laughs> well I think that's um, some of it yeah some of it can be there was one student a few years ago um and it was so personal that, I, you know, I, I, I suspect if I'd have asked them, they might well have been happy to share it. But it was so personal. I looked at it and, and I spoke to them about it. And I personally felt deeply uncomfortable with asking them to share it any further. So I think there are some circumstances where it probably 
would have been best kept away from a public fora. But um, yeah, yeah, good point actually. Um, to to try and get them to use it in some shape or form, maybe via Moodle or maybe just by talking it through. I don't know. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for that, Rob. Um, really good. Do we need to um, book another one in while we've got momentum and uh, we're we're gaining a head think, of steam? I think so. Have we got? Uh, are we, are we stopping recording this now. Well, I'm going to record. Stop recording now.